I'm Erica. And I'm Jules. Most people have at least one thing that they can't or won't eat. Yeah, we're definitely like that. We started this podcast to talk about the gluten-free food industry. Like new products and some of the stories behind your favorite brands. And living life with a specialty diet and also some important healthcare topics. Since we're basically both broken inside. You had me at eat. Tell the cat before we go to bed, get your wiggles out. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of You Had Me Eat. We had some funny business going on before we recorded. So, Jules yes. always opens um, with a good laugh, a good chuckle. Trying to get it out first. <laughs> we call that getting out our wiggles. We tell pigeons, time to get your wiggles out before we go to bed. Uh-huh. That yeah. way she's Does not she a listen? crazy person. Um, no. I feel like she's like a year and a half, maybe two years. I don't know. Yeah, a year and a half. So I feel like we should probably, um, she'll be out of her kitten phase, you know, a couple of years from now. So then we'll yeah. have, a, have a good night's sleep after that. Sure. I and actually a couple am years. just hearing one of my cats right now howling at a, a- as a uh, bird out the window. So yeah, you may be listening to that for a bit. You may hear pigeon yelling at my door because I'm not letting her in. So checks out. I see. Uh, so sure. we had we had two major major events yeah. in the past well, week. Mm-hmm. Well, let's so lead major. off with the most major, which was that uh, you're looking looking a bit older, Erica. So old. <laughs> you can see my gray and just a tad bit more yeah. after. No. Yeah, I celebrated to the club. a big birthday. Big 40. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Woo-ha. Woo-woo. Yeah. yeah. How you feeling? Fine. I don't know. I was dreading it, and now I'm I'm just trying to look on the bright side and embrace it, and maybe my 40s are going to be my best decade yet, so we'll see. Of course they will be. You're going to be living your best life. Yeah, living the dream. So, yeah, um, I'm just, like, looking forward to um, having some dinners with friends and stuff. It's uh, my birthday fell on a Tuesday, so Tuesday night is when I do bottle babies. So I spent my birthday uh, smelling like bleach and cat food, <laughs> which is really my two favorite smells. Um, mm-hmm. So it was good. We had a – It's so much you love, so that's good. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy bottle baby season right now, the busiest we've ever been in April. Um, so yeah, I spent my time volunteering until like 11 at night and they're like, happy birthday as we're all just like dragging. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of puppies, lots of kittens. And I am just like happy to not be dealing with that right now. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Also happy birthday, Jesus. No, that's not what happens on Easter. I don't know. It's been a long time since Catholic school. If you saw Saturday Night Live on Saturday, that actually was what the uh, Donald Trump impersonator kept saying. Was oh, no. That's <laughs> well, so funny because you didn't even see it. And that's what he kept saying. I did not saying. see He's it. Like, Happy birthday, Jesus. I'm like, I don't yeah, think that's what it is. No, nope, uh, not at all. Yeah. So Passover but, yeah. and Easter happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not celebrate Passover this year. Um, and I wasn't going to celebrate Easter. But then we got a last minute invite to Matt's family who are religious and celebrate Easter. And so we did a big Easter shindig at their house. And um, I did not crack open my Haggadah and I didn't do any Passover stuff. And I no seders. 
No. It's a very weird year. I know. And like, I don't think I could have squeezed it in even if I wanted to, because this month has been a train wreck. But um, yeah, it's kind of weird to like not buy any of the matzah or any of the the traditional Seder stuff that I make. Hmm. Yeah. Sad kind of. You know, you can make matzah other times of the year. I can also buy matzah anytime and make matzah pizza. So, mm-hmm. no, I don't think that's worth it. Actually, I wouldn't recommend that. But really, I love it. <sighs> no, not when you can make really good gluten free yeah. pizza. I wouldn't I mean, make yes. matzah pizza. Well, when you have your crust, you can make good gluten free pizza. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, well, did you anyway. did you make stuff for Easter? Because you celebrate with I your did. family, right? Yes. Yes, I did. I have a very long list of things that I'm told to make every year. And (laughs) and I, and you know, I like, I like doing that, but, um, it was funny because on Saturday I tore myself away from the computer and, um, it was such a beautiful day here that I, um, I walked with a friend, uh, for six miles and then I, um, gardened. So I, uh, oh, normally we walk close to seven. So it was an abbreviated walk. Um, yeah, my bestie and I walk every Saturday or Sunday. We do a power walk and it's like power walk slash therapy, <laughs> you yeah. know, get it yeah. all out. And, um, and so I came back in the door, drank some water, walked right back out the door and I dug in the dirt and gardened, um, until seven thirty at night, gave myself Whoa. a purple tunnel in my wrist. Like it was exhausting, but it was like, it was power gardening therapy for Jules that day. I just needed it. I just needed to like dig in the dirt. Yeah. uh, So then on Sunday I was flipping exhausted and I had to bake all day. Like came home from church. We went to early church and then I just had to bake, 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 bake. And, um, and I baked for like five hours and yeah. then went to, you know, Easter with our family. And I was like, I'm so tired. It's just like, can this weekend be done so I can start my work week? You know, it's just, it was one of those things. But um, what yeah. did you bake? Okay. So I made, um, well, I had posted last week. I don't know if you saw, I posted like this, this thing where I just said like, um, in the, this, my mom's impossible um, coconut pie is something that I always have mm-hmm. to bring to Easter. What's something that you always have to bring to Easter? And I guess my sister-in-law saw that because she texted me oh, no. like, right <laughs> after that. And she was like, oh my God, if, if you have to bring your carrot cake. If you don't bring your carrot cake, my friends will never talk to me again because at Easter, we always do it at her house. And she didn't she comment on my social media, but she promptly texted me right after that, like, not your coconut pie, your carrot cake. And it, I had, I had just been at a baby or yeah, a bridal shower the week before. And my niece was there and she was like, you have to bring your coconut pie. And then, so I posted that and she was like, and my sister-in-law was like, you have to bring your carrot cake. Like, so I have this list of things. Everyone's like, you got to bring this, that, and the other thing. So I had to make the coconut pie and the carrot cake and then got to frost the carrot cake, got to decorate the carrot cake. Anyway, I, uh, and then I had to, I always had to bring the deviled eggs. You gotta bring the deviled eggs. I don't even like making deviled eggs, but somehow I got stuck with bringing deviled eggs years and years and years ago. I got stuck bringing the deviled eggs with this thing. And so I had to do that too. So much work. Yes. It just takes a lot of time. And, and the thing about deviled eggs that everyone hates is peeling the deviled eggs. And then I remembered 
I opened my dun, press dun, box dun. from International Housewares or what Inspired the Home inspired Show. Inspired Home Show. Oh, How many times have we changed the name? I can't do it. And I knew we said we weren't going to do this. We weren't going to talk about Housewares anymore. I didn't agree to that. So I know. I did only not me, agree to that. It was only me. So you yeah, only can, you can talk aren't. About so whatever you I want. am going to talk about this because I opened my press box and dun, 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 look what I found. No. It's it's a gadget and it's called the Neg. And for all of you all who are listening and not watching right now on this podcast, because that's what podcasts are, they're listening. They're not listening and watching, but we now are on YouTube as well. So I'm going to show the people on YouTube. This is a gadget of the first degree. This looks like a very unassuming gadget. It's like- um, It really does. A, it, you put it like a beta fish in it. It looks kind of <laughs> cheap. Like, yeah. It's, it looks very cheap. And it looks like one of those things you'd get at PetSmart with a beta yep, fish with in the it. Yeah, with a beta fish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like this little cup with a lid and you just put the lid on it. And what you do is you put a little bit of water in it and you put a hard boiled egg in it and you put the lid on the top and you shake it vigorously. And we have a video of this because I was pretty darn skeptical about how this was really going to work out. And I made my daughter do it and I made my stepson do it. And they, neither one of them was interested in playing along until they did it once. And then they were like, do you have more? Because this is fun. Because once you shake it vigorously, the shell just comes right off. Like no picking, no nothing. It is just whoop, and the shell comes right off. And so I actually made extra deviled eggs this year for Easter because this was so dang easy. It was easy. so much fun. I did not, so but it, it was easy. <laughs> they had fun. I thought it was easy. So it doesn't take the shell off? No. What happens is the water gets between the broken shell and the hard boiled egg part of it and it just slides off hmm. you'll see in the video okay it's it is like sublimely simple and easy and i think it what happened was the and i interviewed these people at the home show they studied what was done on an industrial scale and that's how mm -hmm. they do it on an industrial scale. It was with water and this aggressive shaking. And they're like, huh, we should be able to do this. Anyway, this is called the neg. Super simple. And guess what? Dad, if you're listening, close your ears because you're getting one of these for Father's Day. He loves hard-boiled eggs. I'm totally getting him one for Father's yeah, Day. Yeah. I mean, if you're an egg lover, go for it. I wish I could because I love eggs, but I can't. Yeah. So guess what? This is the perfect segue because we are going to talk about Natural Products Expo West. We're finally into it. Yeah, thank and God. And we found the craziest thing for you, listeners, at Natural Products Expo mm -hmm. West. Yeah. So this is a great segue into what this episode is actually about. And it's not just about uh, my birthday or Jules' <laughs> obsession with Houseware Show. It's actually Although about- I can uh, still talk about that if you want so to. Good. About Expo West and- some really amazing vegan meat-ish alternatives. So we're not just talking about cheese. Lots of plant-based things that are out there that are not just like, I, I don't know what the best way to put this, but I'll show you. This is a good segue because this is the perfect product for all the yep. crazy things that we're going to talk about today. This is a wonder egg. <laughs> and I love 
a good hard boiled eggs. Hard boiled eggs do not love me back. So it's always interesting trying to think about like, well, how can I make deviled eggs plant-based? You can't. It's so difficult. Like I'm like, oh, do I do a just egg? But then how do I make it into that beautiful shape? And what do I you put can't. in the middle? It's not possible. Just not, not, not happening. So I met Wonder Eggs and I actually saw John Sally at the Wonder Egg booth and he was yeah. eating it. He loves a good vegan product. So John I knew Sally, if he was eating you, it. Yeah. Listeners out there. He is always at Expo Yeah, and you don't, you can't miss him because he's what, seven foot a hundred yeah. and he so is tall. vegan. And so he's always scoping out all the vegan plant-based stuff. He's been there. So if you follow years. him, he stops at the best booths and he was at Wonder Egg. So I also mm-hmm. ate a Wonder Egg and it is, it looks exactly like a hard boiled egg in half. Same texture. Same texture, which is really yeah. hard to mimic and a very similar taste. And it is made with almonds, cashews, coconut milk, and of course like konjac root and um, yeast, which is the flavoring. Um, and Nutritional it, yeast. Yeah. And it is delicious and so good. And they sell them at Whole Foods and they're like just an amazing product. And I'm so glad I found them. And I'm such an idiot for not getting them for Easter because the whole time I was at Easter, I was like, oh my God, I just wish I had a deviled egg right now. I was looking at the deviled eggs and I'm like, oh man, I want to eat one so bad. Matt's like, do not do it. (laughs) I do not (laughs) want to live with you. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I saw on Wonder Eggs uh, Instagram, we were prepping for this, this video that they had a big, like how to make deviled eggs with Wonder Eggs. And I'm like, oh, I'm so dumb. I should have picked this up. It is amazing. And it is probably one of my favorite finds of all of Expo West is this like just wild, wild vegan product. It's crazy. I never thought that we'd be living in a time in which we'd have completely plant-based hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. Here yeah, we are. it's crazy. And that's why they're called wonder eggs. Well, and so um, the way we're going to structure these, the, uh, anybody who's been listening to the way that we did Houseware, the home show, we we broke them up into segments um, for your listening pleasure. And, and for your easily digestible pleasure, because nobody wants to listen to a three-hour podcast. Today's uh, episode is going to be all of these sort of plant-based, vegan, gluten-free, obviously, alternatives, um, then it, it's not just for people who are vegan. There's you yeah. know, there's this great movement out there um, of people who are more health conscious, but also who are sustainable-minded um, folks who are looking for ways to, you know, um, eat more plants, less of a burden on the planet mm-hmm. for alternatives. Her, I mean, people like me who can't eat eggs. Yeah. And people like me who can't eat traditional dairy, like I yep. may not be a vegan, but I will eat this stuff. And it was yep. delicious. And we're so happy with what we found. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. So that's what that's what we're going to focus on today. And along the same lines, something like mind-blowing like that, that you just would never think you'd find a vegan plant-based hard-boiled egg what about the vegan sushi that we found at, um, at XO? And then this has been sort of a trend. There's been others that we've found lately um, that are moving into the marketplace, vegan poke, vegan sushi. Um, a lot of people have just been like, I would never eat sushi, even though I eat meat, like that doesn't interest me, you know, yeah. or people who are vegans who think I can't have sushi. This is a, this is going to be a trend that we're going to be seeing more and more, but and this company, it is mind blowing, but this company is really cool because you know, you're going to be able to find these um, more and more in restaurants, but 
um, this company called Conscious with a K is um, now selling vegan sushi and vegan poke that you can buy frozen and bring it into your home and you can prepare this at your house. It's like buying this and saying, hey, sushi night at home, it's vegan, it's plant-based and it, you know, we just have it here. We don't have to order out sushi, which is very, very cool. And, and it's um, not so it's just exciting. to to be to clarify. This is not a veggie roll because no. you can make any sushi vegan yeah. if mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah, I just want the cucumber roll or the veggie roll, and you're like, oh my god, how boring. This is legit, like a poke bowl, a California roll. Like they have all of the sushi rolls mm-hmm. that you would normally get just made vegan and yep. and the insides are a but like konjac root and like some starches yeah and pea protein and pea protein yeah <laughs> yes and they have you know like you said california rolls but they have tuna avocado roll rainbow mm-hmm. roll um and then they also have um other um nigiri and another kind of fun stuff in addition to the poke um poke bowls the tuna poke bowl the salmon poke bowl and um we have some pictures for you from that as well and so we can show you if you're watching on youtube just to see what it looks like it looks like real sushi yeah i think i have a video is really um, cool yeah i think i have a video showing all of the um rolls that they had there but I met my um, girlfriend, Ryan, who's actually a vegan blogger out of Phoenix, and I didn't see her in all of the whole show. And of course, I walk up to the Conscious Sushi booth, and I'm like, cool. And then I see this girl, I'm like, oh, it's Ryan. She's a dietitian, a vegan dietitian out of um, out of Phoenix. And I'm like, of course I meet you here at this like booth that has like just the weirdest thing. And she's like, this is so crazy that it's yeah. like a first a frozen item mm-hmm. and second that it's not just like a veggie roll or anything right that's yeah so it was um really really interesting of course everything that they had there is gluten-free which is why we're talking about it um <laughs> but yeah i think uh you should at least see the images of this if you are listening uh you got to google this company conscious with a k just to see what it looks like as it looks like real sushi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the price points are on these. I imagine I'm sure it's going to be hefty. wildly expensive. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Wonder Eggs, even though eggs are expensive, they're yeah. going to be much more expensive than real yeah. eggs because of all the stuff in the processing <laughs> and the R and D that went in. How many oh, years yeah. that it went oh God, into of it? Course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, speak but- about other things that I was very surprised at finding. There was a food truck. And normally the food trucks at Expo West, we can't eat. Yeah. Even if they're gluten-free product, they like add all this stuff that it's like, why would you put it on a bread? Ugh, but that's another rant for another day. I know. But I know. Some people just don't get it, but yeah. Daring you'd think foods. that they would. You'd think that they would at Expo. You'd think that no, they, they don't. don't. Year after year, I've been like, oh, I'm going to get gluten at the show. Cool. Um, dairy yeah, foods. And it's not something I would ever eat at this food truck because, again, I've been glutened far too many times at people who are just idiots as far as, like, let's put gluten on a gluten-free product and then still say it's gluten-free. These people were doing teriyaki teriyaki chicken things uh, with, like, like a vegan ranch dip and then skewers of chicken. But it is not chicken. It is Daring Foods, which is soy. And uh, I'm like, oh, God, I bet this is gross because I am very judgmental when it comes to meat alternatives that are also You're, gluten-free. No, just call a spade a spade. You're just judgmental. I'm just a judgmental person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ugh, whatever. That's cool. That's who you and, are. Um, 
I asked again and I'm like, listen, I know that your product is gluten-free, but is everything at the truck gluten-free? And I talked to a couple of people and they said yes. Um, and so I tried it and I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. And I was really surprised because I've seen it at Target and they have a breaded gluten-free chicken and they have teriyaki chicken that's coming out and they have all these other chicken pieces, but it just looks like a weird chicken breast. And I'm like, this can't be good. And I'm like, this is so good. And it's to the point where I would just buy it. I mean, because keep it in the freezer. You never know when you're going to have it. And again, it's soy. So if you're soy sensitive, like clearly this is not for you, but I thought it tasted delicious. And if you're vegan and gluten-free to finally have like a, especially if you are vegan for an ethical reason and you're just like, listen, I kind of miss chicken and I miss chicken teriyaki. Like this is such a great find. I mm-hmm. really love their food truck. We have a, a short video of their food truck, but it was so good. And I was very thankful because I was very hungry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? And that probably made you like it even more. Yeah. So but hungry. you didn't, like, never you didn't try it. Store. Yeah, because I, I just don't gravitate to. Yeah, because you're not like a. Ooh, I can't wait to have a chicken popsicle. No. That's not actually chicken. No, no, not no. me. But see, for me, I'm won't... like yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not me. However, along those same lines, we have to talk about mushrooms because mushrooms are the next big thing. I mean, Stop. they've been the next big thing for several I know. years. They have been, but mushroom, and we're going to talk Everywhere. about probably, we're probably going to hit mushrooms in every single episode Everywhere. that we talk about in this expo, like overview, because they were literally in everything. They were in coffee, they were in cookies, they were in sauces, they were in, um, I mean, I, I, they were literally in everything, but they were the star of the show in meat analogs and the nowhere mm-hmm. more, more heavily, um, prominent than, than in the meat analogs. And, um, one company and the name is meaty M E A T I. They actually won a next for their product and, um, they had a food truck as well. And they were also inside and I don't know, did you even get to taste them? No. Okay. So meaty uh, also had um, breaded chicken and then they had cutlets and they also had like steaks and they they're literally it's 95% um, mushroom root or mycelium. And it it's a crazy thing when you start like looking into this and how they do it. I mean, they, they grow, <laughs> they grow the mycelium in these vats. Like they do, like it's, it's like a, um, <laughs> your face you're like it's just like i like it's like seeing how anything is made right i know you definitely don't want to see how chicken's made because that's disgusting and you'll turn vegan and have to eat this mycelium but yeah it's just however because (laughs) mushrooms are just like like a like a fungus like we grow it in our garden when we try not to and it's like oh yeah we're eating all this now but have you seen the fabulous fungi have you seen that documentary? No, and I, it's in my queue. <gasps> you need to see it. No, you. It, it's it's like just the photography, like all of yeah. it, is amazing. You need to just watch it. Mushrooms are not going away. In fact, they're they're going to be coming up roses everywhere because they. Whether you're talking about eating the 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 actual fruit, the the mushroom that we know and love, like or not, um, that you see growing and everywhere, the fruit is like the mushroom, the mushroom itself, right? The cap, okay, right? Okay. Um, or the the mycelium the the root part of it the that um is the what's in something like meaty and and I'm 
I'm by far not the mushroom expert here, but just the top line answer to what I'm talking about in terms of what's in something like meaty is that, you know, they are able to sustainably grow this food in a matter of days, which is what's mind blowing and what is really, really, really interesting for people who are looking at what's the next gen of food to feed people. Mm-hmm. And, and this could be, you know, you're looking at, you know, an answer to, to starvation and to, um, you know, uh, people who are needing um, a, a fiber rich, protein rich, micronutrient rich food source around the world that does not, you know, um, put out all sorts of, you know, bad things into the air and the yeah. environment, right? Yeah. They're, they grow this, green. yeah, right. They, and they grow this food with very little input. They, they literally add like sugar to it. And it grows in a matter of days in these ranches that are inside. And it's a clean environment, very much what like um, where you would imagine what um, making beer. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like, those beer vats and things. So it's a, it's a clean environment and it kind of just sustains itself once you add it, like the sugar to it for it to grow. Um, and it is a texture, the root itself, when they, they take it out and then they process it, the texture of it looks, feels, and tastes when they add, you know, some seasonings to it. Um, it tastes like meat or chicken and it's flipping unbelievable, which is why people are going nuts for it and why it's like winning awards and why people are investing in it like crazy. And, and then people who have food allergies, you just mentioned, you know, if you have a soy issue, you can't eat this. What food allergy? Like you're just like looking at something like this one. Hello. I mean, this is the next gen answer for food just across the board for our planet. I think that we should talk about, and I don't want to delve into this because this is like an hour long discussion, but like the growth media that people always talk about, like some of this is grown in wheat, some of this is grown in oat. Like we have to also note, like while the growth media may contain gluten, the actual mushroom itself does not, it just is grown on there. Like, yeah. So none of it's grown in wheat. Um, some, and, and again, this, we probably need to have an entire like episode talking yeah, to with some experts expert? about this. Yes. Because I'm but, not one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nor am I. Um, but some of them are the mycelium are grown on rice, some of them are grown on oats, and then some of them you're just eating the fruiting body. So it doesn't matter what it's grown on. But the mycelium itself, if you're eating the mycelium, then there's an issue. Some people are saying, you know, well, are you eating the mycelium that is still has some of whatever the growth medium is? So is that the oat or the the rice? And that's where the issue comes in. And that's then, weird, man. I don't want to talk about this anymore because I <laughs> need an expert. We need yeah. to phone a friend. We, we need and a we need a fungi expert. A fun we do. fungi expert. Yeah, no, we do. We absolutely because, do. Uh, but but I don't want to scare people into not no. eating some of this stuff. But mm-hmm. like. Especially, um, I mean, hopefully all these, these places, obviously they're going to test for gluten in their final product or get certified gluten-free. And when you talk to somebody like Meaty, they're saying, you know, we are absolutely testing and we're in the process of getting Mm -hmm. certified gluten-free. But, you know, what they're saying is that what's left, there's not enough of whatever that original growth medium was 
right. there's not enough of that left to even, you know, ha- be a problem. But again, you know, obviously there needs to be testing, there needs to be follow-up, there needs to be, yeah. and we would argue for certification for sure. But yeah. this is a new company, so they haven't gotten to the point of certification yet. So follow through. We absolutely hope that they get certified and, you know, we look for that in the future. Um, but there are other companies um, that use rice as their growth medium. And then there are other companies that uh, it's a different model and they use it for different things. Um, but there are other companies that are using just the fruiting body and that's a different mm-hmm. type. They're using it for like coffees and things like that. Um, oh my God. Milk. And, Mushroom milk. milk. We're going to talk about that in another episode. Don't talk about it now. Okay. okay. Um, anyway, Preview. so then it wouldn't even matter what the growth medium was. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we will be discussing more of this later. We will likely have another episode just dedicated to this because it's it's not going away. And, and I think it's really exciting for so many reasons. But anyway, Meaty is another um, another really interesting company to look for. But not every... Not every alternative meat product is made with mushrooms, right? No, like all the no. other things that you saw, there were other no. things oh, gosh, no. that they're no, made No, we with, saw right? so many, so many exciting ones out there. You ate every- a ton of them. I did not because I'm really over <laughs> plant-based burgers, but I will eat it. I am not because I, I know because, and see, and unlike, unlike you, because I'm the type of vegetarian who does not crave nor miss mm-hmm. nor seek a meat analog. I like a veggie burger that is like veggie, veggie, veggie. Like hit me on the face with all the the you know vegetables here. I don't want it to be bleeding or anything like that with beet juice. You know well. that's not that's not the kind of thing that I want. Which is one reason why I gravitate to things like the No Bowl brand, the No Bowl veggie burgers. Which I know we we talked about that before, and you weren't familiar. I've with never that brand. seen it. No. I I have followed them for years because I first found them in um, Expo East basement. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember how many young Expo ago East that doesn't was. have a basement. It's like the Alamo. Yeah, it was like, it, but it was the proverbial basement. It was like, you know, whatever oh, back in yeah. the corner. Oh, and um, it was in Baltimore. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That was what there was stuff all over in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. So they're from Charlottesville, Virginia. And, um, it was started by this mom. Her name's Chris Ann. Every time I come to their booth, she's like, Oh, Hey girl. <laughs> like, Hey girl. Anyway, so it's, she, uh, she started it and with her, with her daughters and, um, she, she's never like made any bones about the fact that she's not trying to be like a, beyond burger or whatever or thing like that. She is, she's a veggie burger, right? So it's like lentils and brown rice and quinoa and mushrooms and chickpeas and you can sort of see it in there, but it's a thick, it's not like it's going to fall apart kind of a burger. It's not dry. It's, I mean, it's a real burger and it's got lots of flavor to it. And she's got, um, I don't know, like four or five different um, flavors now. And and I, I just have always thought that her, her burgers are really good. And she just rebranded. I'll just mention this really quickly. Hillary's. We all know that brand. Yeah. Um, they they have not launched and, any new things in a while. No. And they kind of went like really in this, um, it was a nice direction in terms of, you know, trying to be really um, inexpensive because we all know that these burgers can get kind of expensive. Um, you know, you get like a two pack for $7 or whatever. It's kind of really expensive. Well, so this year they launched sort of a new line and it's called 
prime plants. This is not going to be the inexpensive, you know, four pack. Or actually, I think the other thing they did is they went from like three to four burgers in their boxes. I think that's what they did. Um, don't quote me on that because I didn't write that one down. Anyway, um, but the the prime plants is a much bigger burger, and it's got a bunch more stuff, and it's totally different. Um, so that's something to look for. But uh, anyway, so yeah, those that would be the on that end of the spectrum, and then the meat analog spectrum, you want to talk about um, <laughs> your favorite one that you, that you found. Well, there is a brand and I actually have not tried this brand, but I believe that you did. And we had both separately tried it. Mm-hmm. So um, the brand is before the butcher. <laughs> and a really you had funny video of me eating it. <laughs> Cause yeah, I just was so surprised at how good it was. It's really good. Do you even know what's in it? Cause I have no idea. Yeah, um, it's soy. I mean, checks out. I do yeah. love a good soy burger. Yeah. So um, this Before the Butcher, I had like heard the name before. I had not tried it. But when we both got together and talked about our notes, she's like, did you try Before the Butcher? And I'm like, no, but I actually did try them because they are one of the featured products in Ming's Bings. And Ming's Bings, I... um. They're inner sprouts and they're from Ming Tsai and he is an amazing chef who's food allergy friendly. And so that's why I initially was like, oh, I'm going to buy this stuff. And they have um, a couple different ones. They have like a cheeseburger one and a um, Asian um, edamame one. And it's like wrapped in this like rice paper wrapper. And it's almost like a, um, a crunch wrap, like a Taco Bell crunch wrap, but made with a thinner wrapper. And you make them in like the toaster oven there, the air fryer. And I've had those, they've been out for about six months in our sprouts and they're all plant-based. So even the cheeseburger is plant-based, but I never really gravitated towards that because I really like the the Asian one with adamame in it. And um, I went to their boot to see it was new and they have a whole line of breakfast wraps, which I'm like, this is so good because I I totally need something for breakfast that's like more hearty than just like, I don't know, an oatmeal or a bagel or whatever Mm -hmm. I eat. And um, they have a breakfast wrap that is their traditional like rice paper wrap or whatever. But it has um, just egg. Love that. Which is a veggie veggie egg replacer that we've talked about before. It's amazing. Um, And then a sausage that is made from before the butcher. So good. And they have it in there and it's like this breakfast wrap and it was so delicious. I sat at the booth and ate like two of them and they have a couple different um, breakfast wraps that are all plant-based and all gluten-free and all um, free from the top allergens. Although like free from gluten and dairy, I think they obviously include soy soy, because they have edamame in there as well. So um, yeah, Yeah. it's a, it's a great brand that I support their mission. And I love the fact that they're doing everything, um, you know, plant-based like Mikey's has a new plant-based line too. And, um, I just love that there's like the breakfast plant-based stuff because it's yeah. really hard when all of the breakfast items have eggs in them. Yeah. So have and about. dairy. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but the other thing about before the butcher that's unique is they have this uncut line. So you can buy like this big, I don't know, block loaf. of it, <laughs> a loaf, <laughs> a loaf of soy like I don't know how to describe it because I'm not like a meat person but like it's as if you went and bought like a like big a thing of ground yeah. beef or something I don't know and like you just do what you want to with it so you don't have to buy mm. like yeah individual yeah. Pre-pre- prepared patties so it's 
less expensive that way. And then you can mm. prepare it how you want. It's interesting. So, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like, I, I like it when it's like, oh, here's a sausage patty. And then you can just yeah. make it. If it's just like a lump of soy, I'd be like, mm. well, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as I just described it. But like, I think, I think some, I did not do it justice, but I think, I think some people would appreciate the fact that they're like, oh yeah. Yeah. If they're used to just cooking it the way they want to cook it, like they could have more options. That also comes in patties. Yeah. I was really impressed with the sausage that I had in Ming's Ming. So I'd be interested if they have it in my area to try it and just see, yeah. like, is this? Yeah, it's really new. So um, I think we're going to be seeing more of that because it was really good. Yeah, I would love, love to get my hands on those Ming. I yeah. think they're coming out in like June or July. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I will eat them. So yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and then another one was Plantasia um, that we really liked. The Plantasia. I didn't try it. I don't know why you're saying we. I did not try that. Okay. Well, we means the royal we. I really liked it. (laughs) But you liked the Thousand Island dressing, right? No. Never mind. I did not try this. (laughs) She's like, you liked it. I'm like, I actually didn't because I don't know who you were with, but that person was not me. She was just with some (laughs) random person that liked the dressing. She's like, yeah, you like this, right? Didn't you, Erica? No, I didn't try it. In fact, I did try another dressing with you, but we're going to talk about them in, the in another other episode. Okay, episode. fine. Just skip ahead then. You but I am even... really excited about the Thousand Island dressing that you think that I will really like because apparently in the past I liked it on another <laughs> planet in which you were with me when you tried you this just, food. You just like dressings and it was a dairy-free dressing and it was good. <laughs> You know, Erica. I found this dressing for you, Erica. I just dressing. know you're gonna love it. <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, I'll yeah, try it. Sure. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. Tell mm-hmm. me about your weird tuna because I am very excited for this journey for you. Okay. It's called future, future tuna. Future tuna. And uh, my box got smushed in my carry-on. but all, um, Yeah, all my boxes <laughs> look horrible because I'm yeah, like 50 pounds on Southwest Airlines. I yeah. know, I know. But you got to make the most of that free you box. Do. Anyway, Future Tuna. And um, yeah, so it's like, it's, it comes in a box. So it's not like refrigerator or anything like that. And it's um, soy, uh, but also pea protein and chickpea and all that. And it's... Um, it's actually they have they have other products too, but this is the one that I was most interested in because you know, and it's coming up for the summer. I think it'd be great to make like tuna salad. I'm really interested to have you try this because I love tuna, and um, the only other plant based tuna that I love was Good Catch. They're so good, um, mm-hmm. but that comes moist already. <laughs> that is a pre moistened well, you know what tuna flake. I'm assuming that it's dry. Let me see. If not, you just, this has gone completely bad from being in your suitcase for so long. Hold on, let me open it. I have to just cut this and I have to do it over again. Oh, no. No, it's not dry. It comes like this. It's squishy. You don't add water oh. to it. Okay. There you go. Huh. I really just want you to open that and take a bite. I mean, I don't want to peer pressure you, but I'm saying I think the audience would really like for you to take a (laughs) bite of this future tuna. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to, like, (laughs) 
<laughs> it smells like tuna. Definitely smells like tuna. <laughs> Looks like tuna. Mm-hmm. Now you've had tuna recently. You eat fish. You're a pescatarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you know what tuna tastes like. Mm-hmm. Tuna's not my favorite. I mean, I would make a salad with that. I wouldn't be okay. like, you know? Okay. Yep. <laughs> so it gets your seal of approval or like, yeah. Eh. Okay. I mean, I, I would never say that's not like, it's got the texture. I mean, it's. I really yeah, I mean, am yeah. wondering how they get the taste of tuna in there because that's such a, like a fishy taste is never really good unless it's fish. So it I'm has curious. natural aroma. <laughs> that's that's an, that's one of the ingredients. Natural. I should never say those words again. Oh God! I have my glasses off and I thought it said powdered rabbits. <laughs> 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 powdered radish. <laughs> Future yeah. tuna is just rabbit. <laughs> It's you know, they say no about tuna. Rabbit. There's no tuna. There's just rabbit. They um, say about rabbit is it's the tuna of <laughs> it's the, the tuna land of tomorrow. There's a bunch of stuff I can't pronounce. Oh, cool. But it does contain soy. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. And now my office smells like tuna. Thank you very much. Okay, so here's my next question: If you put it out for the cats, <gasps> are they going to eat it? Or are Let's they going to be like, this Let's is not tuna? It. Let's try it. Want me to try it? Obviously. Like at this moment? Want me yeah. to try it? I have to, I have to go open my door. I hope our cats don't eat it. Leia. That would make for good. Leia. Oh, 100%. They are scarfing this up. I mean, just feed them a little bit. Don't feed them oh. all. I didn't give them the packet. I just okay. gave them like a little tiny little dab of it. And they're like. Is this the cat that eats anything though? Or is this just the other cat? Uh, two of them came at it. Interesting. I mean, I feel like that's the true seal of approval. <laughs> if like a cat, a cat is like, I love tuna. <laughs> so we contact the company and say, so I gave your product to my cat. And they and the cat gave it two it. paws up. Two paws up. Anyway, I feel like that's such a better opinion than like a human that's like, yeah, it could be tuna. But if the cats are fooled, I feel like that is. Like, yeah, would you mind taking this out of my office and putting it like in a plastic bag? Smell like the cat. The cats are like, oh, licking their lips. Mm-mm-mm. They are oh all God. over this future tuna. Well, I'm glad that you did that little trial run because I honestly. <laughs> That makes me feel better about the future tuna and the future of uh, the future of our tuna, which is not sustainable. No, but I'm glad future tuna is. Yeah, which is for just sure. rabbit. <laughs> which <laughs> is just, just rabbit. rabbit. Oh, the last thing that I want to talk <laughs> about because we've moved on from the cat trial portion of this podcast <clears> is. Um, <throat> And this is going to be apparently the longest episode of our lives because one of the biggest things that we wanted to share with you is um, Daya Foods. And we had an amazing interview with the CEO and talk about their new innovations for cheese. And it's 
I think you're going to um, be really interested in what they're talking about um, because not only is it a cheese innovation, but it is a plant-based innovation because a lot of their flatbreads are now including a plant-based chicken and a plant-based um, sausage for their vegan pizzas. Because normally like, you know, we just have a cheese or a margarita or whatever. But um, this idea of capturing this um, meat analog in it. So they had a, a, a meatless pepperoni before that was really their first, I think, trial into like the meat analog. And now they have the plant-based chicken, which I think is really unique. So they had like a, um, oh, they had a bacon. Was it a bacon? Yeah, it was bacon, like bacon, bacon ranch. Something, yeah, yeah. Or something bacon. Um, and, uh, and you are not like loving it because you don't like meat analogs, mm-hmm, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I'll take a fake bacon. Yeah, you had my day. piece too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. And um, their new flatbreads look great. Um, they're way better than, you know, I think Day has had so many revolutions over the years. And they yes. truly are so much better than they were. Because I think a lot of vegans are like, oh, I remember them. And I'm like, no, 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 totally different company at this yeah. point. Yeah. Totally and I think the best part of it, the whole thing is we established while I was there that I was like the first person ever to eat their cheese in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were in the brand for so long. And to see them have so many changes in their formulations and really grow with the vegan market, because when you first had them, the vegan market was nowhere near where it is. I mean, Mm -hmm. like it's just, it's doubled in the past like five years. I mean, it's insane how many brands are out there now doing vegan cheeses and vegan whatever. Um, But I am so excited for you to listen and or watch this video with the CEO of Dea. Why did I join Dea almost uh, four years ago? I, I was looking to do something in, in my career um, that was very focused on uh, a purpose-driven company. And as I started to learn more about Dea, I realized that this, this company not only has been doing some extraordinary things in the plant-based space, but has the potential to change how the world eats for the long term. Um, so we created a purpose that is really about pioneering plant-based breakthroughs that delight people and planet. Um, so that is fundamentally why why I joined Dea. Before Flexitarian became kind of cachet, I, I always said I'm like a plant-based explorer. So I'm very curious. Um, I'm very conscious of, of how I eat. And I've got two young daughters and, you know, wanting to set the right example for them for their lifetime. So I'm... Uh, very, I'm very curious and, and, and I experiment, probably sometimes even adventurous when I travel around the world. Uh, I'm kind of that person who's, what is that? I've, I've never seen that before. Okay, I want to try that. I will start for, for those listening with an apology. And uh, many consumers and customers at this show have, have talked to me about why we don't have ice cream anymore. The reason I bring that up to start is our, our company knows what we can do best and we can and and for the long run and this is about cheese and cheese forward foods so we very much focus the company on cheese and cheese forward foods which is really meals um, led by pizza and right now mac and cheese so what we're what we're featuring on the pizza side is is the first uh, all of our products are free from the top nine allergens including gluten which some people have a hard time thinking when they think about pizza going it's gluten-free all our, all our pizzas are free from the top, all our products, period, are free from the top nine allergens. And certified. And, 
Grain Certified Gluten-Free. We're super excited with our two pizzas here. One is a flatbread and one is uh, a circuit, circle pizza, a regular pizza. To actually launch the first plant-based, soy-free, gluten-free, allergen-friendly chicken. Um, and we've got kind of a barbecue theme happening and these are going to be launching across uh, retailers throughout 2023, starting uh, very shortly. But you get a, fi a flavor for our portfolio of flatbreads and pizzas. The, the second and, and probably the, the biggest communication out of over my shoulder here, you can see this tent-like structure. Um, that is a discreet moment with key uh, suppliers and retailers who are coming by the booth to actually share some phenomenal game-changing news uh, from Daya, and, and it is about uh, next-generation plant-based cheese. So we have spent uh, the last four years building the largest plant-based facility of its kind in North America. Now, in, in North, in British Columbia, Canada, uh, but it's the largest right across Canada and the U.S. Um, and in COVID and with all the crazy things that have happened to all of our lives. And behind the scenes where we're building that, we are, and by the way, it's LEED certified. We decided to take an old warehouse. And if you've done home renovations, you know it's probably gonna be more expensive. Um, but we decided to take an old furniture warehouse and convert it into a world-class facility. Innovation centers, labs, manufacturing, headquarters. And we did it because it was the right thing to do for the planet. Instead of taking this facility and putting it all into landfill, we figured let's turn it into a LEED certified facility that's great for the environment for the long run, and we don't hurt the environment in the short run. While we've been doing all that, we've been focused on next generation cheese. And this cheese is now our ninth, you were saying that you've been with Dea from, since, yeah. since the beginning, and we really appreciate that. This is our ninth generation in 15 years. So we turned 15, this, so on the eve of our 15th year anniversary, we are launching our ninth generation of plant-based cheese overall, but uh, the ninth generation specifically to our shreds. But our entire lineup is going to be, so what is it? This is the question. I can tell you a little bit, I can't tell you. That's, there's a reason there's a tent it's back there. It's super secret. Um, yeah, so I can't tell you everything, but what I can say is, uh, we are we are using whole, we're improving the taste and the texture in a significant way to dairy the dairy cheese experience because we're we're in it for all of our consumers we're in it for cheese lovers and and whether you have food allergens whether you've chosen a lifestyle of vegan or vegetarianism or you're just a cheese lover that wants to do right by people and planet um, we that's our inspiration uh, it's in our purpose statement. Yeah, I believe that we can change how the world eats. Every pound of dairy cheese that is made uses 100 times more water than the equivalent pound of plant-based cheese. That's why we're doing this. So this next generation changes, radically changes the stretch, the melt, the creaminess of, of plant-based cheese. Uh, far superior to anything in the market and closes the gap significantly to dairy cheese. We're still, we're already working on the 2.0 version of, of what we're about to launch. There's, there will still be a, a small gap to dairy cheese, but our, our belief and our vision is that we will surpass dairy cheese because we're gonna be better for you and we're gonna be better for planet. This, um, this will roll out into stores in, the, in Q4, so at the, at somewhere between October to December, depending on the retailer. 
Um, it, it will have a new look and feel to it from, from Dea. Uh, it still will say Dea, but it's gonna, it, it is that big. It's that game-changing that we decided to kind of reposition the visual assets, the design, the, the narrative, the, the, the voice and the feel of our brand to coincide with news this big. Is it going to start with shreds or what our, our entire, so our blocks, our sticks, our slices, and our shreds are going to be renovated uh, with a significant innovation. And and if, if the listeners are thinking about uh, what what is it that, that you're really doing here? So this curiosity, this reimagination of how, how do we do it blends whole food ingredients that we've always used, but we've introduced oats into the equation. My, my favorite product that you I can't tell you about because it's in that tent. <laughs> Is, is our next generation cheese. It is phenomenal how far we've come on. Taste, texture, melt, stretch, um, flavor. It's going to be it's going to be awesome with some protein. Um, it's it's amazing. I, you know, we, weekly I have two two young daughters, nine and twelve, um, and we we have we have pizza, plant based pizza once a week. Um, so I, I think right now my favorite day of product would have to be our pizzas. Uh, gluten-free crust, incredible dairy-free cheese, um, and as a flexitarian, it, it is that good that I, I'm, I'm, that's my staple. That's, yeah. That is my staple. The the plant-based chicken that we have on our, on our that we're featuring here at the show is is the best I've had. We we tried many, and to do it in a soy-free way is is and incredible. Gluten-free. And gluten-free is it's it's incredible. So. Yeah, I'd have to say our barbecue pizzas right now have kind of caught my eye, and I've been trying them in R&D labs for quite some time, so, um, and my family is, con- they're converted, yeah. they're, they're converted to the, because they, they get to sneak peek some yeah. of this at home, um, so yeah, pizza, pizzas once a week, and uh, I think our plant-based uh, chicken pizzas with, uh, with the barbecue theme become a staple in my household. All right, well, I'm Michael, I'm the CEO of Dea, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time of this crazy, crazy trade show to come over to our positive energy moment uh, here at Taya. There's uh, there's a really good vibe here in our booth. Thank you for stopping by, spending a little time with us. This is a brand to watch. We turned 15 years old this year. We pioneered this movement 15 years ago and on the eve of that 15th year anniversary, we're about to launch a breakthrough cheese that is going to really rock, shock your world. Um, and, and significantly close the gap to dairy cheese, uh, extend us from the current plant-based category options. And remember, if you remember anything, this is only the beginning. We are on a pathway to not just close the gap to dairy, but to surpass dairy, because it's going to be better for you and it's going to be better for planet. So in summary, Jules, I am so impressed with all of our meat alternatives and our egg alternatives and our analogs of all these traditional um, meat, dairy, and egg alternatives that we saw on the show. I think it's one of the most innovative years for those plant-based alternatives. Yeah, it was definitely a theme from Expo and everyone was talking about it. People are really um, getting creative and I was excited to see all the latest products and happy to be able to share them with our listeners today. There's some great stuff out there and more to come. 
Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for our next wrap up series featuring some of the other products that we saw at Natural Products Expo West 2023. Until then. If you like this episode, make sure you rate it on your podcast provider and subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. You had me at eat.